Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, amazing people, and welcome to episode number seven of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Today, I am very excited to bring you, my listener, another interview, and this interview is a very special one, you guys, because it is my favorite human on this planet, and honestly, with no bias at all, (laughs) the best and kindest person I've ever known, and that is my husband, Clint. Clint has played a ton of roles in my life over the last 10 years, ranging from summer crush to boyfriend, then fiance to husband, and now Instagram husband. (laughs) But most importantly, the role he plays in my life day in and day out as my best friend. Today, we are going to have an honest, fun, and real conversation with you about bringing the fam on board with health and fitness, how we did it, our journey to finding balance together, and the number one tip we have for you to make it work. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited about this episode's guest. It is the one, the only, no Instaclint, my husband. If you follow me on Instagram, you absolutely know him by that name. And you know him just based on the goofy shenanigans that we often share on our story or my story together. I'm so excited to have him on the podcast today because you guys, I oftentimes get the question or get the statement, but what if my family isn't on board? And I have to tell you guys, we have been through this scenario. We have lived it over the last like nearly 10 years. And we went from a couple where it was kind of like, not not judging Clint at all here, but kind of one-sided in the sense that one person's trying to live this healthy lifestyle and the other person is just kind of starting to dabble in it. So we're going to kind of dive into information just about that and how we made it to where we are now in terms of our balance with our health and fitness and with each other. And I'm just super excited to talk to you guys today. And I'm sure Clint is too. I'm going to let him go ahead and say hi to you guys here. Hello, everyone. It's Clint here. Super excited to join the podcast today and uh, just visit a little bit about how Chelsea has really helped me transform from being someone that was somewhat healthy lifestyle to uh, significantly improved. It's still still got some growing to do, but uh, she's she's brought me a long way and supporting each other together and happy to kind of share our story today. All right, you guys. So, so excited to dive in. So first thing I kind of wanted to bring up is just a little bit about Clint and I's story and just kind of talk to you about where things first started, how, how things were in the beginning, and then we can kind of then lead into later on where we are now in terms of our health and fitness and that balance that we have together as a couple. And this can apply, um, the stuff we're talking about today can apply to any relationship in your life, whether it's a relationship with a roommate that you live in, a relationship if you are, if you have a family like kids and a husband, or if you're living with a spouse, it it really doesn't matter. Um, 
any significant other, any relationship, I think that the stuff that you're going to learn today, you're really going to be able to just like take some perspective away from it and feel really good and know that we're all human and that living together and trying to come up with a healthy lifestyle on your own is 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 a job in itself but doing it with multiple people involved it it gets a little complicated but it's totally doable so clint and i actually grew up on the same exact road as each other our entire lives so our both of our families lived on this road that ran through a tiny town, Agency, Iowa, where I'm from, and to a little bit larger town called Ottumwa. And Clint and I, being on the same road about, gosh, probably two miles from each other our entire lives, we never met until the summer after the summer of our freshman year, right after our freshman year of college. And just kind of totally, totally crazy, but super cool because it's like, such a small world in the sense that in that area, you it's small town Iowa, you seem to know everyone, but we just hadn't happened to cross paths yet until then. We did grow up going to different high schools, but I just think it's really cool that we grew up so close to each other, but then just never had the opportunity to meet each other until our freshman year of college. So that summer that we met, I was still, um, I I was still a college athlete and I considered myself that during the summer months as well too. So I was very much committed to my strength and conditioning program. I really liked to run and I was meeting this kind of like wild and free boy who just was like more along the lines of like living it up and doing everything you possibly can to live it up. And then here's me who is not necessarily in that same mindset, someone who was a little bit more reserved. I have to say that Clint really brings out the best in me in terms of me being more outgoing, me being more fun, just like living life on the edge a little bit more. We definitely, he definitely is the yin to my yang in that situation. But the cool thing is, is that as we met, the health and fitness thing kind of like started right away. One thing that I remember specifically, which is just so funny is, and (laughs) this is really, I just like this one story pops into my head and it was that summer that we met and Clint may or may not remember this. And I did not tell him I was going to tell you guys this today. We were in that very much like fling sort of mode where you just kind of do whatever you do to like be able to spend time with that person. Very much that like honeymoon type of thing. And we weren't like officially like boyfriend and girlfriend or anything yet, but I was um, getting ready to go for like an evening run in my hometown because like I said, really love to work out at that time. And I was like, well, I'm going to go for a run. Well, Clint, happens to like message me or like somehow ends up like in my parents' driveway. And I'm like, why is he here? Um, And he didn't come there himself. Someone must have dropped him off. And he had like been drinking. So he he didn't drive there. I know that. Um, He had been drinking and like, he wasn't just like, like, I mean, he was pretty tipsy, definitely feeling a buzz from alcohol. And this guy went on my jog with me. <laughs> and I, he might even have had jeans on. Like, I don't remember exactly, but that's like one first memory that I have from Clint just kind of like jumping into this lifestyle with me and being super fun and willing to just like try whatever it takes. And since then, he has suffered through many of my workouts 
tried many different meals that I'm sure he wasn't looking forward to, but he did it anyway. And I think that's something that just goes to show that it all starts somewhere. But that in that those first moments when Clint and I met, we were very much um, different people. We had different goals for um, our health and fitness. I was very on the like serious high-end athlete end of it. And Clint was the easygoing kind of guy who luckily was one of the lucky ones who's just like happens to be in shape enough to like run a tipsy mile with me. <laughs> so that's kind of what I wanted to start things off with and just kind of give you a little background on our story. Now for the podcast, I mean, I do have to ask Clint, do you remember that? Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> and in fact, I do recall that I had jeans on and I typically wear boots quite a bit. And I believe I had cowboy boots on too. So here I am trying to keep up with a speedy girl in jeans and boots after having a, a few adult beverages uh, was, was quite the challenge, but it was, it was fun. And I, I know that I'm pretty competitive too. So I'm sure that I tried to, to do my best not to show that uh, I was completely out of breath trying to keep up with her. <laughs> All what, what you do for love, right guys? <laughs> All to impress a woman because we were not dating yet at the time. I just, I love that story. So now kind of what I want to go into you guys is a little more from Clint about his health, fitness, nutrition, and life kind of journey in this area. I know that if you've listened to me, my episodes of this podcast or listened to that first episode where I introduced myself, you kind of know my story. And now I think it's important for you guys to really fully understand this relationship that was developing and how we moved from tipsy miles to now totally sober <laughs> miles and challenging each other and doing all of all of this in support and just making it work. So let's kind of give you a little bit of background about Clint's story. That way you can see what what this like journey has really been like for the both of us. So growing up, I, I feel like I did a really good job of exercising frequently and, and getting that side of the health and wellness piece of the puzzle. Um, you know, I was very active in sports uh, really love doing anything outside, and so I, I got a lot of movement, a lot of exercising. Uh, but the part of the health and wellness that I that I really struggled with growing up was the the eating side of things. Um, I know it was it was not uncommon for me to drink a lot of pop and eat ho hos or uh, <laughs> go to McDonald's and get uh, fries, a hamburger, and a pop. And and so like I think a lot of it just came down to it was I didn't realize how unhealthy that I was eating until I met Chelsea and started figuring out, yeah, I probably should be implementing some vegetables or maybe portion control or, um, you know, let's not maybe eat so much fast, fast food. And, and if we are really craving that, maybe do it in, in moderation. And so over the last 10, 15 years, um, you know, I have, feel like I have made a lot of strides forward, especially when, when Chelsea um, when I had the opportunity to, to, to meet Chelsea and, and grow with her, I know that she's really helped me develop a, a much healthier mindset when it comes to eating. And, and now I have the confidence to, you know, you know, when I'm out with some friends and, uh, and, and everyone's ordering a, a hamburger and fries, you know, maybe I am going to make the right decision most <laughs> often and, uh, and get a salad. Um, speak, speaking of that, I want to tell you just a, a kind of a funny story where, um, I, I have a bunch of employees that I usually go to work with or that I work with that, uh, we, we go to lunch with and 
here recently, I've continued to try to improve even further on my healthy eating. And uh, we were eating at Culver's one day. And I remember that I, I ordered a salad. And if you know how they, they operate at Culver's, you, you get your number and uh, they, they bring out your tray and look for your number. And so there's this group of us guys that are all ordering, like most of them are ordering like hamburgers and fries and you know, unhealthy stuff. And when the waiter comes up and, and noticed that uh, my, my order was tied to a salad, he goes, a man eating a salad? <laughs> and everyone that I'm sitting around there with just started laughing at me. And, and so that's just kind of just a, a brief overview of how my eating habits have changed. And I'm totally fine if, if I'm the one person in the group you know, eating a salad uh, because at the end of the day, um, you know, it makes me feel so much better when I, when I make that healthy choice as opposed to if it's a, that hamburger and the fries. Yeah, I really enjoy it when I'm eating it. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, shoot, I wish I'd have made a better decision and, you know, got a, a salad or a, a healthier choice. And so that's just uh, a little bit about how I have kind of changed with significant help from, from Chelsea and just making me aware of how unhealthy that I was eating and then giving me some advice and tips on, on, you know, what, what I need to be eating to make sure that I'm getting my nutrition in. Yeah. I love that. And that story makes me laugh every single time. Clint and I do have a little like, I don't know if it's like an inside joke or whatever you'd call it. I do tend to ask him like what he has for lunch every day. He'll like get home from work and I'll be like, oh, like what'd you have for lunch today? And you guys, it's like totally innocent. But sometimes he does. He'll like say I had a salad and I'll be like, oh, what else? And he's like, some water. (laughs) I'm like, oh, what else? And then he might be like, like cough and say like french fries at the same time (laughs) so it is really all about that balance and like i'm not doing that out of judgment of him it's just a little fun thing that we have and i i love that clint shared that with you like that salad story because when i met him it just wasn't in his world to really prioritize um making healthy choices and i don't necessarily want to say that like that was like your habits at home. But I think like the lifestyle that we were living, gosh, I hate to say it guys, but Clint and I probably got like an average of four hours of sleep that summer. I, we both worked early, early, early in the mornings. Clint was, um, working for a farmer at the time and I was working at a daycare and I had the opening shift at like 5 a.m. But all of our friends were always doing stuff late and we were all hanging out and it was summer and we would go to sleep at midnight and be getting up at 4 a.m. It was just crazy. And so we were living that lifestyle that was on the go. And so we were eating out a lot. And just I think that it's crazy to look at Clint's eating habits then and then look at where how far he's come and where he's at right now. But from like my perspective, and now we'll kind of go into just kind of some back and forth with Clint and I about how we made this relationship work, how we, um, how someone like me who was really committed to her health and her fitness and all of those things made it work with someone who wasn't necessarily there yet. And then how I brought him on board, but not in a disrespectful way and in a nice way and in a good way. And I really want to first just kind of talk about how as the person who is trying to live live a healthier lifestyle, trying to be more fit, trying to find that true balance, 
it is a challenge, you guys. To, I'm not ever going to tell you that it's easy. It's 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 hard enough to do it on your own, but to have to include someone else, like I've said, it it's it's even harder. And one thing I think that as we're kind of keeping that other person in mind, and we're going to talk about how how you make it work for yourself and how that other person can support you. But first, I want to talk about me in this scenario and how I brought Clint on board. And it wasn't like mean. It wasn't me saying like, you're ridiculous. You shouldn't be eating that stuff. It was like me being respectful, but me me telling him the things because I cared about him. And I think that when you approach someone in your life who you're close with, who you're living with, which at the time we weren't living with each other, but um, this is all just like in general speaking, how how do you approach them and tell them you're living this healthy lifestyle or trying to, and you'd really like it if they'd try it, try it as well. So I think one of the main things is that you have to kind of introduce it in small ways. <laughs> I think that Clint will fully understand that we, when we, and I'm going to skip forward to our like then like living together years and because we're still working through it. I mean, we were like, just like, just started in those first years dating and then he, of course, went off to college and lived in a house with six men. I mean, it wasn't exactly easy to like take over or overhaul his nutrition at the time. But I think that I really want to just kind of dive into when we moved in together and when I was making the majority of our meals and kind of just like slowly but surely creeping in some more healthy items. Um, I, I first just want to say that like when you're introducing a more healthier lifestyle to someone who hasn't been super exposed to it. It's super important that you do it in baby steps. Don't just like completely get rid of all of their unhealthy choices. Don't just like overhaul their life because you guys, what have I said on other episodes of the podcast? If we take something and we try and change everything about our lives, then you're going to feel frustrated. You're going to get resentful. And you guys, the same thing happens for your significant others or your family members or whoever you're in a relationship, whatever that relationship may be with that person. The same thing happens for them. So you have to understand that even if you are living this healthy and awesome fit lifestyle, it's a big change for them too. So I kind of want to talk to Clint about those like different ways that I just like started to incorporate substitutions and his kind of willingness to try things. Um, One thing that comes up is, and it takes time, you guys, we've been together nearly 10 years, not like married. We've almost been married five years, but we dated for about five years before that. And I think that I think back to like him refusing to eat avocados and it wasn't because it wasn't because he didn't had ever tasted them. He just like refused to try them because he just Clint's very much a if he doesn't like the way it looks, the likelihood of him trying it isn't very high. So I kind of just want to talk to Clint about how it was with me kind of introducing new types of food to you and how you felt on the other end of someone living this healthy lifestyle. Like, did you feel like resistance to change? Did you want to change? And like, give us a little bit of your perspective um, on how I kind of like slowly but surely dropped some like hints to you that things needed to change a little bit. 
Yeah, and Chelsea made a good point. She, you know, she didn't try to like uproot everything that I had been doing and, and completely change my lifestyle or eating habits. But she did a really good job of trying to just ease into it, and I think that has definitely helped me um, be more accepting to it. And I, I think the biggest thing from from my perspective, or you know, someone trying to transition to a healthier lifestyle, is is just keep an open mind. Um, Chelsea does a really good job of trying to mix it up and, and make new recipes. And, and I, growing up, I was extremely picky with what I ate as she talked about. <laughs> and if I didn't like the looks of something, um, you know, I, I, I probably wasn't going to try it. And so what I've tried to at least transition to is now is even if it looks a little odd to me now, that at least keep <laughs> Which it, happens often. Yeah, I just want to say. Keep an open mind and at least try it and uh, see if it works. It, you know, she, she brought up avocados. Uh, and and that was something that I just always growing up thought it looked really weird. And I was like, I don't know if I even want to try that. I probably won't like it. And it's something now that, um, you know, I could eat a, a fourth of an avocado and get some healthier fats in and, and really enjoy it as kind of a snack. Um, and so the biggest thing is just keep an open mind. And, and Chelsea's done a really good job of of mixing things up and, and getting new ideas. And she's also a phenomenal cook, which certainly <laughs> helps because... If I tried some of those recipes, it'd probably be end up in, in burning it or putting the wrong ingredients in. And she does a really good job of, I would say, 95% of the time when we try a new meal or try a substitution of some sort to try to be healthier, it, it ends up tasting amazing and, and we want to you know, have it in the future. There's a, just very rare occasions where we're like... Maybe we'll pass on that one next time we discuss it. And I think that's funny that Clint says there are five for So, like, just because Clint has like been super willing at first it wasn't like that but if you are listening to this with your significant other trying to pass something on to your significant other I think that's one of the biggest things that the person on the other end of things needs to adopt and that's that willingness to try and then you as the person that is encouraging them to try things is to respect them if they don't like it like if just because like Clint is being super open and willing to try then but there are still going to be things that he just prefers a different version. And I think that you have to respect them and understand like, you know what, that was super awesome of them to at least try and be open and willing to incorporate something new in, in their meals and their nutrition. And one example that comes up, like just because Clint and I, I mean, we have went from like zero to one, zero to 95% in our meals where I, I used to cook two different meals, you guys. I get that. I know that <laughs> he's smiling and laughing here, but I I get it if that's what you're doing. If you're like, well, like I'm trying to eat healthy, so I'm like cooking this for me and I'm cooking that for him and or cooking that for my significant other, no matter who that is. And it's hard. Like it's it's a lot of work to cook two meals, but the more you introduce things and the more you find that balance that it tends to work out. There there's still a couple of meals that like for example, one that comes to my mind is like spaghetti squash. I grew to love spaghetti squash. Clint's like that's just one of those things that I'm just not going to get on board with. <laughs> and so like that's like the 5%. But it's simple, you guys. I still make spaghetti squash for myself. Like, I'm never making two fully separate meals. 
I might make a slightly different version for Clint. Um, we, I think about it with spaghetti squash. I'm, I'm fixing whole wheat noodles for him instead. Spaghetti squash for me, we're having spaghetti. That's, that's one thing that we do. Another thing we do is we like to make giant salads for dinner. If I'm making a salad and Clint wants it, I mean, Clint typically chooses a different dressing. Clint adds different things to his that I don't, but it's still the same meal and we've gotten to that point, but it does take time to get to that point. So just kind of remembering that on your end of things, you have to be super respectful of them and know that these changes take time and you don't want to overhaul someone's life or they're going to resent it. They're going to feel, they're going to feel really icky about it. So don't force it. But then on the other end, Clint or the person that is kind of playing with the whole idea of trying to be healthier and more happy and more fit is that they have to be willing to try to. So it goes both ways. Um, One thing that I kind of want to go into now is the support side of things. Um, When you're living like a health, healthy and fit lifestyle or trying to implement healthy and fit habits, then having a support system is super important. I was actually just talking to one of my one-on-one clients about this and just kind of telling her like, surround yourself with, they say the five people that you spend most of your time with are the five people who make up who you are. And I think that having that support from the people that you're closest to is so important. And even if you're on different different pages or different chapters of this journey with health and fitness, I think that ultimate and unconditional support for one of one, for one another is super, super important. And now I just kind of want to talk about Clint being super great and understanding when it comes to like me being kind of a nuisance in, in regard to food. I, I mean, sometimes we will go out to eat and Clint won't Clint will want something that's just a little different than what I want. Like in terms of like a restaurant, and this is just an example, but his willingness to know that, oh, like, or even say to his family or say to friends, like, you guys, do you mind if we choose something else? Because I'm someone who like, I want to be able to get something nutritious off the menu. And 90% of places, yes, you can make it work, but it's not always easy to make work. And I think that just like that undivided support of each other is super important. And even though Clint might not be living the exact same lifestyle as me or be on that same chapter of his health and fitness journey as me, he is super supportive of any decisions that I'm making in terms of my health and fitness. So I kind of want Clint to talk about that a little bit and just talk about how you have to be that way if you're on the other side of them. And even if you're not fully like on board with it, I wanted you to kind of explain like why you think that support is important. That's a good question. And I think it's, it's extremely important to, to support your significant other, especially if, you know, obviously we all want our significant others to be successful. And so it's going to take work on our end as well to, to be supportive. And maybe if you have some, a place in mind where you want to go out to eat, Uh, But if it doesn't work for them, then you need to be supportive of their goals as well and be willing to make a transition to something that works for for both parties. Because to be successful as a family, you've got to support each other. And and sometimes maybe that's making a sacrifice and and not getting exactly what you want. 
But knowing that you can still get something that you are really going to enjoy at the other place to support the goals of your significant other as well. And I love that because I think it's just like, like I keep coming back to the idea of, let's say you're, and this is just an example, and I don't even know that this, it's probably happened to us, but you're like out at a party and you know how you have those like, and especially during the holidays, you have those cookie pushers or like the people who are constantly trying to like give you food. And like, if you're like support team, which for me, like Clint is my number one support is, is there with you. And Sally comes, I love using Sally as an example name. I don't know why Sally comes up to you. Sally's a cookie pusher and she's like, oh, you've got to try these cookies. And then you have your significant other and you're like wanting to say no because you're, it's not something you love and it's not something you're wanting to like make that sacrifice for. If your significant other is like also being like, yeah, like Chelsea, you need to try this. Like you have to have this, like you need to eat this. Like that makes it even harder. So I think that just remembering that as the significant other, that if you can just like support them and like Clint and I get that comment all the time or, or me probably more often than Clint, like, Oh, like Chelsea's the one bringing the vegetables or like getting made fun of for like, and it's, it's all in good fun. Like I'm not saying people are rude when they do that. Cause I know that it's just like all in good fun, but I think that it's super important that like from Clint's perspective, knowing that I'm the one who's a little more like health conscious than he is. And I'm not saying that he isn't, but him being like, not like, ugh, like I wish she would bring something else. Like, why can't we ever have the fun food? (laughs) Instead, he's like, you know what? Like, yeah, like I really like these. Like she's, Clint always says like, oh, Chelsea's such a good cook or something (laughs) like that. And like knowing that like I have that support from him and he has gotten to a point where he likes that I'm the one bringing this stuff. And I said this on a different podcast, but I don't care if I'm always the one bringing the healthy food because Clint and I know we can count on everybody else to bring the shitty stuff. <laughs> like we totally can. So do you have anything to say about that, Clint? I think that's a, 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 a very helpful hint uh, going into this holiday season is to focus on bringing some healthy treats to the party or the gathering we're going to, because as Chelsea talked about, 95% of the other stuff that's going to be there is going to be unhealthy. And we all realize if we're watching a big football game at a party or whatever it may be, or, you know, going to a social gathering, you're going to want a snack. And so you're going to want to have options to, you know, make a healthy choice. And so I think it's really important to at least yourself, because you can control yourself and what you're bringing, bring a snack that you enjoy and uh, that's going to be healthy and, and then try to, advocate and you know to other people and 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 help other people make healthier decisions too because if we just if everyone brings unhealthy stuff then we're just going to have unhealthy snacks throughout the whole time and clint does a really good job of like being such a sweetie when it comes to like he's now probably more on my end of the spectrum in terms of like his health and his fitness and i just want to kind of um commend him for that because he has been like, he's had conversation with his friends. He's had conversations with his family. He's had conversations with his coworkers. Like, and he is doing a great job of knowing that there are times when like, he's willing to have the burger and fries, um, have the bacon, like whatever it might be like, but he's also realizing how, 
how healthy eating makes him feel good. And so in this kind of transition, you guys, I think it's just super important that we kind of talk to you guys about just that kind of relationship, but it's, it's, it's give and take when it comes to your health and fitness. And I think that as you're kind of going into this journey and you're taking, taking on that healthy and fit lifestyle, that that support system is super, super important. And you need someone who's going to be there by your side. And I think that if you can get a, a friend, a significant other spouse, whatever it might be on board with that and willing to try healthier options, willing to support you in social situations, then you're going to be a lot more likely to to have success in it if you have that support and you can be in it together versus feeling like you're out on an island because nobody wants to be out and on. That's I feel like that's what happens so often is when you start this health and fitness journey, um, you almost feel like you're putting yourself out on an island if you don't have someone else there to kind of go through it with you. And so if, if a significant other is listening to this or if someone's listening to this and you know that you have someone in your life who's like really trying hard, then you reaching out to them and like letting them know that you're there for them is so, so, so important. And then you guys, I think the last thing that I kind of want to bring up um, as we have Clint here is talk a little bit more about the exercise side of things. We have talked a lot about the like the nutrition side of things and supporting each other through that and living in the household of someone who is living this I don't want to say like extreme healthy and fit lifestyle but it is my job to exercise you guys so you all know that I am writing workouts recording workouts and filming workouts for my fitness membership and for that to be like my life is a little bit different. So I am definitely on the extreme end of things when it comes to exercise because it's my job and that's what I that's what I do for a living and I kind of want to talk about Clint's sort of habits and this just goes back to that willingness to know and understand each other and while yes, I am typically working out 5 to 6 days a week because it it's what is required for my career. Clint is not doing that. And I, I'm not like, I'm not calling him out. I'm not making fun of him. And I'm just giggling because he's giggling over here on the side. And um, I, he's not doing that. And I think that as someone who's like fully in it, and whether you've developed this lifestyle of working out four days a week, five days a week, you need to understand that everybody's health and fitness journey looks different. Everybody's version of healthy looks different. So just because my version of healthy means a lot of nutritious food, which Clint is very on board with that with me, and then working out five to six days a week doesn't mean that that's what it has to look like for your spouse or your significant other, and it doesn't for Clint. So let's have Clint just kind of tell you about his exercise routine and his kind of goals and I want you to kind of also tell us what makes you like, why do you choose to exercise now? And um, what what was it like transitioning from someone who when we first met, I, you didn't have a regular exercise routine. You were in college and you just kind of I mean, 
Clint's always been in shape, you guys, because Clint doesn't sit still. Like him sitting on the stool for however long it's been is pretty impressive because if you knew him, you know that he is like a ball of energy. So he has constantly um, been like in shape throughout our relationship because he just doesn't doesn't slow down. But he also understands that intentional physical exercise is super important. So let's hear a little bit about Clint's fitness routine in comparison to mine because I really like to stress the idea that it doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to flip your life upside down, you guys. And you know that I think that every person's version of healthy and happy looks totally different. So I want Clint to tell us a little bit about what his health, fitness, and exercise routine looks like. So currently, I probably work out two to maybe four times a week, depending on if I'm having a good productive week with exercising or or if it's not so good. Uh, but usually, I, I at least get a few workouts in each week. And uh, part of the reason why I work out um, is just because it makes me feel great when I get done. Yeah, maybe like leading up to it or during, you're like, wow, I wish I could be you know watching a football game or whatever it may be. But when you get done, you just feel like you could conquer the world and that you just feel phenomenal. I think it's really important too for me to work out because when I work out, I also eat much healthier because I'm like, well, shoot, I don't want to go eat this and kind of like wipe out all this productive working out that I, that I did. And so for me, working out and eating healthy kind of go hand in hand. And when I'm doing really good with one, I'm probably doing better with the other because I'm being focused and mindful of uh, what I'm eating when I've, when I've also been exercising. And I think there's also just like some, like you, if you, if you feel good after workout, you're going to like, you know, you're just gonna have more confidence around you as well. So I just think it helps me in everything that, that I do. And um, you know, if I if I were having like a, a stressful day at work, or you know, not having uh, a top notch day, which I try to have more more so than than not, uh, you know, I think it's it's really important for me for my mental health to to work out and just kind of clear my mind. And, uh, and, and like when I was in college, and if I'd get stressed with with school or, or what it may be, you know, my go to to kind of relieve some stress was either go work out or I love playing basketball, even though I'm not very good at it, but uh, <laughs> to go and just play basketball for an hour and a half. And when you get done, you just feel dead from how hard you worked out, but you feel amazing. And it just kind of gave you an opportunity to clear your mind and, and, and get your, your mind um, kind of realigned and, and, and refocused. And so, um, you know, the t- there have been a couple times in my life where maybe right after college where I went through like three or four weeks or three or four months with out working out. And then I was like, wow, I got to, I got to change something here because, (laughs) um, as I talked about is I just, myself, I personally feel like I'm so much more productive, even by taking a little bit of time out of my day to work out. I know the rest of my day is, is much more productive. And so uh, that's another reason why I, I, I really do enjoy the days that I, that I, that I fit a workout in my schedule. Mm -hmm. And I, I really like everything you said, Clint, because one thing I want you guys to realize, like Clint said, like he is working out two to four days a week. And I think that that's pretty accurate. And from someone with my perspective, I think that it's super awesome that you do that. And I think it's awesome for people to know and realize that like 
something is better than nothing. You guys like just because like if if your schedule and your life is fitting two days a week right now or three days a week or whatever it might be, then do it. Don't don't wait for that time for it to be like, oh, I, I have the time and I have the capacity to fit five to six days a week in now. Like, no, like because waiting is silly. You're never going to be fully ready and you just have to do it when it works. And as someone from the other perspective, who is more of like an extremist in terms of exercise. And I'm not saying that like my, my job does highly influence the number of days that I exercise. And I still do take rest days, you guys. I don't want you to think that I don't. But I think that from someone like on my end of things, it's super important that I support Clint in that and not judge him for it. Because I think that you have to know and realize that like, and support them for doing it and support them for being like, wow, like you're making that decision. Even if, even if me over here is, and I'm, I'm not going to lie and pretend like I'm not wishing that Clint or, or hoping for him or trying to encourage him to work out more, but I'm also giving him high fives for the weeks that he gets two workouts in just as much as when he gets four, like, because he needs that support just as much as I need that support. So letting them know that you're super proud of them for trying and super proud of them for making that commitment. And I did have someone mention this to me. So I have to like, just like put, put in this little plug. So Clint, tell us your experience with the damn happy, damn healthy workouts. (laughs) And so like some right now it's really cold out and all of our exercise equipment is in our garage, which doesn't make for it very easily. So Clint's been incorporating some DHTH workouts into his routine. And I just like, as someone who like looks like Clint is super fit. And I just want you to like, tell us what you think about about them. Yeah. So I've actually been in quite the group of doing the DHDH workouts here. Probably the last maybe 10 workouts that I have done have been uh, the DHDH uh, workouts. And I'm growing to enjoy them more and more. Um, (laughs) When I used to, previous before this, when I used to work out, I, I would do it on my own. I'd probably implement a little bit heavier weights and um, go for heavier weights more so than um, getting some cardio in there too. And so I, I didn't really ever get to the point where I was maybe really out of breath during the workouts on my own. But now that I'm transitioned to DHDH, I feel like I'm, I'm probably getting a much better workout in because I, it is, it's a more well-rounded workout for me. Not only do I wake up the next morning and be like, shit, my back is really sore from, I just told her this, we did some of these different push-ups the other day and I did like four sets and I woke up, my back was really sore. I'm like, wow, that really got me. Plus I I know I'm also implementing a lot of cardio in my workout. Uh, For example, there's a lot of workouts that I do where at the end, I'm just like sweat dripping down my face. My heart's pounding really hard. And, and even in, you know, only 40 minutes, I felt like I've, I've got a great workout in where uh, when I do work out on my own, it's probably closer to an hour. And I still feel like when I'm done, I got a good workout in, but maybe it's not as productive as, as so, what it could So they kick your ass. They kick my ass, to say the least, yes. <laughs> That's what we really wanted to get out of, you guys. So, yeah. So I think that just like kind of winding things up with this whole exercise thing, it's it's just that really big vision and understanding that my version of healthy looks different than Clint's. and that's okay. And that we equally support each other in that. And just knowing that I'm going to encourage Clint always to 
try and eat healthier and try and exercise more. And he's going to do the same for me. And when I'm having a down day, he's there to pick me up. And when he's having a down day, I'm there to pick him up. And I know that throughout this podcast episode, you guys, it may have seemed like we kind of talked about the same thing in circles, but there, this the really biggest thing when it comes to being in a relationship, and like I said at the beginning, this is for any relationship, sisters that live together, a roommate, um, any significant other or spouse, an entire family. I think that the best thing that you can do is to first be understanding and second be super damn supportive. And I just I could almost just leave out the like being so unconditionally supportive of your significant other or your roommate or whatever it might be in their their health and fitness journey is going to be the best thing that you can do to make it work together and knowing that like I'm I think the best way to way to approach it if you are and just to kind of tie things up here if you are on the end where you're really trying to have a healthier and happier and fit more fit lifestyle and no offense but you're kind of feeling like your significant other is kind of like a bump in the road and it's it's really being it's really hard for you to kind of approach it um I I kind of I'm gonna have Clint tie his opinion on this too but I think one of the best things that you can do is approach it with love and let them know that you're not trying to ask them to change their habits because because you want to change them. You're not trying to ask them to change their habits because they have to do what you're doing. You're doing it because you love them and you've learned that eating healthy and exercising and doing all of those things isn't just like good for physical changes, you guys. Like we're not trying to like, of course the physical changes are an added bonus, but eating healthy and exercising and doing all the things in terms of your health and fitness, this is for lifelong happiness and health. It's it's so you feel good. And so when you're approaching someone and when I like approach Clint about his health and fitness, I think the biggest thing that makes it work for us is because he knows that I'm, and, and any other family member, I know that Clint and I have been super big influencers in like our family's lives, both his family and my family. And I think the best thing, the best thing you can do to approach it, like I said, and this is very long winded of me, but is to not be like attacking them or judging them or feeling like making them feel like you want to change them. It's doing out of love and telling them like, I want you to do this for your health and I want you to do this so you live a longer and happier life. And do you have anything to kind of wrap up things and talk about that a little bit, Clint? I totally agree. I, I think there's a lot of things that uh, that you have done to um, give me tools to, to be successful in my health and wellness uh, and also uh, to help um, both of us just live healthier lives. And, and a couple things that come to my mind is, is – taking baby steps into it, like you mentioned earlier, and, and and not really just trying to flip my whole world upside down when it comes to eating or, or health and wellness. Um, but, uh, and then also, and then also being like supportive when we, when we do have a win where maybe it was after I started to like avocados and, <laughs> and you know, that was a win there that, um, you know, trying to implement something a little healthier. And I think the, the thing that's really been really cool to see is, how I have changed my mindset when it comes to health and wellness. And now that I'm getting to the point where I'm actually trying to 
pass that on to other people in my life, such as, um, you know, for example, you know, my parents trying to, to work with them to uh, change their health and wellness as well. And so that they can, you know, hopefully, you know, live longer, healthier lives. And, and at the end of the day, that's really all we want for our for our loved ones is to to make sure that we're making decisions when it comes to health and wellness to live long, fulfilling lives and, and be healthy. And, and, uh, so that's been, been very helpful for me. Yeah. And it's such a chain reaction, you guys like, listen to that. So here I have, um, made an impact on Clint and it's, it takes time. Like know that, like it's, this isn't something that happened overnight. We are now together 10 years almost, which is just blows my mind to sit here and think that we've been together that long. And we'll of course do another podcast sometime where we talk a little bit more about that journey and like, maybe just like do something a little more funny. Cause Clint's Clint's a pretty funny guy. If you've seen him on my stories, you know, he's a major goofball, but I love that it's such a chain reaction. We made things work together in our relationship. And Clint has now adopted this like healthy and happy mindset. And he understands the balance. He supports me. I support him. But now that he saw what I did for him, he's taking what he's learned and now is doing it for some of other, some of his loved ones. And just like approach it that way, you guys. And I think that if you approach whoever you, you are trying to like have help you on this journey or want to like come along with you on this journey, approach it with love and know that I think that if you do that, they're going to be a lot more receptive to the idea of switching things up. So I hope that you guys like thoroughly enjoyed this. We will definitely have Clint back again. He, if you want a little more of no Insta Clint, don't follow him or you can follow him on Instagram because he does technically have an Instagram at no insta clint <laughs> you can totally follow him but he doesn't have a single post or a profile picture so yeah, you're not gonna find much <laughs> <laughs> so if you really want to get a little bit more of no insta clint in your lives he is showing up on my stories on instagram at chelsea caller nearly daily he he has his many appearances on there along with the dog so just to kind of wind things up and tie things up here. I'm going to ask Clint the question that I like to ask my interviewees and that I just want you to tell me what damn happy, damn healthy means to you and why you think living in that sort of mentality and mindset is important. DH, DH, DH to me um, is, is really just living a healthy and, and balanced lifestyle and, and maybe not making the, the right decision when it comes to eating or exercising 100% of the time but maybe making that, that right decision 90, 95% of the time. And then having a little wiggle room in there to, to make sure that we're having uh, the foods that maybe are not the healthiest, but that we, we really, really enjoy and that are, are healthy for the, the soul as well. <laughs> um, so just that, that balanced lifestyle and, uh, and being damn happy and damn healthy and, and, trying to, um, and trying to implement that and bring other people on board, as like Chelsea talked about, to to spread because uh, everyone wants to be happy and everyone wants to be damn healthy as well. And running tipsy miles. I mean, tipsy miles, that's like the definition of damn happy, damn healthy. I would think, don't you guys agree? That's, that's balance at its <laughs> finest. All right. We will go ahead and log off with that. You guys, um, we did not recommend you to run tipsy miles, but I mean, <laughs> we're just like putting that in there as a side note. Do not, whatever that like saying is, do not 
like this is not recommended to do at home. <laughs> I can't think of the line right now. But anyway, you guys, I hope that you really enjoyed listening to Clint. We will, of course, have him back. If you want to see more of him, go check out my Instagram stories at Chelsea Caller. And we will look forward to um, seeing you guys on the next episode. And thank you so much, Clint, for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a good uh-huh. time. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.